the United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Ah, good afternoon. Welcome to the Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Happy Saturday to you. And guess what, y'all? Back by popular demand, she is in the building, my girl, my girl. She knows her world. Give it up one time for Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys, baby! What a welcome. Thank you. It's so great to be back. Good to see you. My but pleasure. I think my favorite part of this weekend so far mm-hmm. is that introduction. It should be. It should be because we let you know who running my board, man. I don't play. My producers got to get some love, man, because y'all know I'm still a producer. I just happen to get in front of the mic once a week. So I need my producers to get their love. So if you got any love that you want to throw at Nancy, please call 877-711-5611. Now, fellas, she is married. But she don't mind some some nice words, so you can Absolutely. always you always say nice words to Nancy, and I do my best. You got no reason to be mad at Nancy. Come on, she's a producer. Don't be mad at me, girl. Well, you didn't tell me you weren't coming last week, so <laughs> there. Oh, I'm, you that's know my what? Mat. Oh, you <laughs> right. are so right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's because I was just too sad. Uh huh. Well, oh, okay. Well, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> Can't be mad. <laughs> Wow, yo, we we got some good things to talk about. We got some good things coming. Chicago is doing their thing, but. I do have to, I got to bring it down just a smidge. Man, the Grim Reaper's been circling me, and he's been circling me for about the past three, four years. So I know that you got to live a good life, man, because when you start doing wrong and the Grim Reaper is around you, we had to put my, one of my favorite cousins into the ground this past week, man. One of my favorite people in the world, man, Darian. I called him Darian. I'm just so touched and hurt by this. Darrell Ryan Parks Sr., we had to put him in the ground this week, man. And they always choose me because I'm a big guy. And it is what it is. I'm 6'2 and 2 and some change. I'm always a pallbearer. I'm either always a pallbearer or I'm always a groomsman. Never the groom. And I don't want to be in the box no time soon. But, man, he was such an awesome individual. If you had a chance to know the McAfee I mean, come on, man. The first word come out your mouth is poof. That was his catchphrase. And we loved it, man. I, 60 years old. He, we had him for 60 years, but he's immortal. You know, I've honestly, I've been going through it, man. I've been hearing his voice in my head. That's because he is the re- one of the reasons why I'm here. And I, I do a little bit of caricatures. I, I make some noise. I change my vocals up. He's where I got it from. You know, and I, man, y'all see me playing the guitar. I actually joined the Stand By Me Challenge. You know, everybody wanted to sing Benny King or whatever. At least that's what I thought it was. But you know, the internet is what it is. But he's the one that taught me how to play the guitar. And everybody in the family, you know, we had a chance to talk about him yesterday, well, Thursday. And it was good to see my family. I haven't really been around my family in a long time. But the ones that I grew up with, the ones that knew me from Little D Silk before I was D Silk. I mean, everybody knows my nickname is Dusty. And that's the name that my mother gave me when I was younger. And I still go by Dusty. But you got to know who Dusty is to use that. You get people that, what's up, Dusty? I'm like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. But you don't know who Dusty is. Because if you knew, and see, I don't mind putting myself out there. (laughs) My name was not just Dusty. It was Dusty Butt. Yeah, Dusty Butt. So it was, (laughs) I don't know why they called me that. And my auntie 
I haven't seen her in well over 10 years, man. And as soon as she got on the video call, man, hey, Dusty Butter, I'm like, oh, well, that's okay, man. If you get into your 70s and you can still, you're still sharp and you're current and everything, and you want to call me Dusty Butt, you can call me Dusty Butt. I mean, hey, call me, 877-711-5611 if you feel like calling me Dusty Butt. That's my name, though. My other cousin, he called me D-Butt. You know, so when the song came out, doing the butt, yeah, that was my theme song. <laughs> so y'all know why I give people nicknames, man. That's what I know. My family used to give me nicknames. So, but yeah, we we paid homage to Darrell McAfee Parks. My cousin told me one story that I just can't get out of my head, man, where he had won this giant size California raisin at one of the fairs. You y'all remember the California raisins? I mean, Ray Charles used to do. You got the ring? No, that was Pepsi. But I think they was they were based after Ray Charles. But he had this giant sized California raisin and my other cousin happened to call him you know my cousin Corey called him hey what's up big cuz how you doing and he was like oh man I'm just sitting here poof chilling with Raisin McAfee <laughs> I could hear him saying that man he had turned the raisin into one of his you know and it was it was something it was something man that's a story that sits with me because I can remember that raisin you know, I remember him walking around with that giant-sized California raisin. And then I had a chance to see his children. You know, my, my baby cousins, they all big and grown. And it was good to, you know, hug them. Even we had our mask on. We did safe distance for a while, but I can't stand the mask. I wanted to hug and touch my family. You know, I, I wanted to be there for them. And I had that opportunity to hug his daughters, and we all paid tribute. So... Because you may physically, and his, and I will tell you this, that's what kind of sparked the show. If you don't know what the show is about today, you will hear me pitch it or whatever. But when you're done with your shell, because we're all walking around in this body, we all have a, a body to walk around in. Some of us bodies look better than others. Some are way big, some are way small, some are chiseled like diamonds. But when you're done with it, you're done with it. And it is a shell. Trust and believe. You don't want the thing. That body that was sitting up there in that box, you know, with his face and everything that I remembered, he didn't need that no more. The body was ravaged. And, I, man, I looked at him, and he was laid out really nicely. But I was like, nah, my cousin ain't in there no more. He's off in heaven, and he don't need this thing anymore. So when it's my, <clears throat> this is my time, you know, hopefully— I go before my kids. That's the worst thing in the world, I think, to go, you know, your kids go before you. But I hope I go before my kids, and unfortunately they'll have the, the pleasure of preparing me for the afterlife. I'm really contemplating you can put me in the urn, <laughs> especially if I'm old and wrinkled and the body is ravaged and there ain't no point in using this thing no more. I don't want my kids to be responsible for making this be the last memory they have of me. Because you better believe every time I shut my eyes, I see my big cousin in that box. And it's like, oh, why did he have to, why did he have to go? But I have so many good memories of him. So I'm going to live towards the good memories. I don't think the good Lord gives anything you can't handle. And even though I didn't want my cousin to be gone, I thought he would be here way until old man. I wanted to see him as an old, old man. You know, tell him, hey, little cousin, poof. You know, I wanted to hear that. But that's okay. I got him in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit, and he'll be there to open up the gates when it's my turn. So 
How do you feel about the afterlife? You can always call me at 877-711-5611. I mean, it's not a giant-sized conversation, but if you want to talk about it, you can talk about it, or you can leave it on my Facebook page and just let me know that you were there and how you feel about the afterlife. So, all right, let's try to surge on. Well, we're going to surge on. We're going to continue to surge on. Do you all realize we have a 5 and one team here? And it is our football team. The Chicago Bears are 5-1. and one. And my first question, why the Chicagoans can't be happy about that? <laughs> I listen to sports radio on my long drive here. You know, that's when I really do get in front of the, the radio outside of sitting here and then when I go to produce shows. But we 5-1, and one, y'all. We 5-1. and one, And the Bears can actually start talking about and discussing going to the Super Bowl. You know, last time they went to the Super Bowl, they ran it to Peyton Manning, and you remember Devin has to run in that touchdown. But I mean, the people who, if you betted on it, you won some money. There's nobody thought that Devin Hester was going to return one off the opening kickoff, and Tony Dungy was like, he'll never do it again. And I totally get it. No, I ain't kicking this Devin Hester anymore. But I'm old enough to remember the 85 Bears. That's right. The Bears that destroyed the New England Patriots. This is pre-Tom Brady. I mean, Bears destroying the Patriots now. Well, maybe they'll get them now. But ultimately, they're 5-1. and one, And their schedule is about to get hard. And this is the thing. If you are a football fan, a Bears fan, I think the Bears can get with those teams. I'm not scared of anybody that's coming up. Now, granted, I don't like the offensive play. And of course, none of us like the offensive play, but we're happy that Mitchell Trubisky is no longer our quarterback. And if you look at TV, if you look at all the national everything, nobody's talking about him. He is comfortably in his backup role. And I'm happy that he's comfortable in his backup role. You know, his bills are paid. His bills are paid. He can, his mom's bills are paid, you know, and he's still earning that income and he's done his first four years. Okay, fine. But ultimately his bills are paid. He don't have the same worries that, a lot of us have during this pandemic. It's still weird to look at sports without the crowd, you know, but they still pumping crowd noises through. But of course, if you're on the field and you're playing, you can hear people talking to you. That is awesome. Because I remember playing games and it would be, I had the unfortunate opportunity of my ex-coach. He had a game coming up. He was still trying to realize his dream. And then my current coach, they were both dueling on how to coach me. So the pitcher, he was throwing this wicked curveball, and of course, I like to hit the curve as it breaks, so I step up in the box. And that's how I learned it. You know, my old coach taught me that. But then, my coach that was current, he like, no, Sam's getting the back of the box. So though they were going back and forth, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, uh, what do you do? What do you do? That question came up recently with mom, with your dad and your husband, what do you do? So we're coming back, y'all. Daring America Show, United States Champion of Justice. Stay here. What state are we covering? We'll find out when we get back. Welcome back to the Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. That's Dottie Stacks and Fabian Soul, y'all. Slim thing. Follow Fabe, man. FabianSoul.com. I'm sure whatever name you spell it, however you spell it, you put it in, it'll pop up. And he's on YouTube, too, man. I, I love that guy. Fabian Soul is doing his thing with Dottie Stacks. Yes. So, 
we were talking about the Bears, and I, I left off a little bit about the Bears, and I wanted to come back to them. We stayed 5-1, and one, so number one, celebrate that. We should be celebrating our Bears. And then I wanted to talk about like some of the players, man. Nick Folds. <sighs> Nick, get it together. And see, I like Nick, and we all kind of like Nick because Nick knows that he ain't got it together. Nick knows that he's still struggling. Nick knows that he's like, I'm not playing good. But think about it, man. How many of you all have actually played an organized sport? Or whatever it is, you go from one to the next, you got to get up to speed. And it don't, I don't care about pre, you know, preseason or camp. It's hard. And then Nick was the second-string quarterback. They were giving it to Mitchell Trubisky. And Mitch was doing terribly. <laughs> I'm so glad they got rid of Mitch, man. Well, they didn't get rid of him. They just put him where he belongs. Mitch should have been behind a quality backup. And then I heard a couple of the guys talking, you know, the talking heads. They all got something to say. But how do you feel about the fact that the Bears didn't really develop Mr. Trubisky? Is it their fault that he's so bad? Give me a call at 877-711-5611 if you feel like the Bears did not develop Mitch. Good question. You know, I played the sport of football a little bit. I was a cornerback. And I remember the day my career was ended, so I ain't even going to talk about I'll talk about that another time. But, you know, I was a baseball player. Could I go out and coach a baseball team right now? I probably could. I think I could. Would I want to, though? Baseball is hard to watch, man. So trying to be in the dugout versus watching it on TV versus being in the audience, oy vey. Baseball is hard to watch. But I think I could coach it if I chose to. But I asked a question, did the Bears fumble the ball on Mr. Trubisky? So let's look at their plan of L.A. Rams, I think the Rams are in Los Angeles now. The Rams didn't, <laughs> Rams been everywhere. But I think they are back in Los Angeles. And they have Jared Goff. And everybody's been kind of up and down. You know, the first coach, ex-Chicago Bear, Jeff Fisher. I didn't even know that he was with the Bears, man. Jeff Fisher, uh, he he never seen no, no tick. He was on the Bears in 85. Um, he, he was their coach for a while. And they didn't fire Jeff for many, many a year. So... I got a feeling about that, but I do want to try to stay sports-related. Jared Goff is not – I'm not scared of him, you know, and they let their most fearsome person to me, Ty Gurley, he's gone. He's with – I think he's with the Falcons now. The Falcons or the Saints, one of the two. But I'm not scared of the Rams now, and I'm not scared of Coach Sean McVay. Why are you scared of the coach? Why does the coach matter? I never was one who was afraid. Well, I take that back. Because we had some Southside Little League coaches when back in the day when I played, man. And, yeah, I was scared of them, but they were grown men, and I was a little kid. I mean, as an older man, you know, I respected them. And I definitely respected what they did. But I don't care about the coach. The coach don't matter to me. He's the one that draws up the plays. And they're saying that the coach in New York with the Jets right now, Adam Gase, former Bear coach, he is ruining Sam Darnold. Well, I could believe that. He's not putting him in the best position to win. So, eh, New York is a mess. Both New York teams are a mess, so I don't feel as bad because, yeah, Chicago may have had a lot of quarterbacks, but we're not as messy as New York. New York is terrible, absolutely awful. But I started talking about Sean McVay because we got some coaches out there, man, that I want to see coach some players. Eric Bieniemy. He was an okay running back. He played for San Diego, and I thought he was okay, but, you know, the Danian Tomlinson was the man. But I'm glad that Eric Bieniemy is still trying to coach. 
I mean, Byron Leftwich, they're offensive coordinators, and I think they should get a shot. If you think Eric Bieniemy and Byron Leftwich should get a shot, call me, 877-711-5611. Now, I know most of my fans are, are ladies, and they're like, who is these people? What you talking <laughs> You know what? I got called to the carpet on that, too. One of the ladies was like, um, I know just as much football as a man do, so you need to stop saying that. I guess I'll stop saying it then. Hmm. But I do want to see Eric Bieniemy and Byron Leftwich in as coaches. So here's a good question. Does Matt Nagy continue to coach the Bears if they don't do anything this year? What if they just lose every game from this point going forward? Do you bring Matt Nagy back? Well, if you're in Chicago, you probably do because for whatever reason, Chicago gives a lot of chances. They do. I mean, Jerry Reinsdorf, you know he don't own the Bears, but Jerry Reinsdorf gave a lot of chances. He's about to bring Tony La Russa back. Tony La Russa ain't coached baseball in over 10-plus years. And the White Sox are considering bringing him back. Is there not a coach that's good enough to coach the White Sox right now? Anybody? Outside of an old man 10 years ago? I digress. Hmm. What about that debate, though? Whoa, that debate. And I will say this. It was very refreshing to see Donald Trump halfway act decent. <laughs> I know his people pulled him in like, hey, Don, Donnie, Donald, the Donster. Let's tone it down just a smidge, okay? But I will say this. In my opinion, Joe Biden showed his age. Joe Biden is an old man. And even though he's only a few years older than Donald Trump, I mean, Donald Trump is 74. Joe Biden is 78. And he showed every bit of his 78 to me. I was sitting there like, Ugh, I don't know, man. This is Kamala Harris's country. <laughs> I thought Joe Biden was going to get through these next four. Because I, I don't want Donald Trump to be my president anymore. And I hope that Donald Trump, man, I ain't mad at you. You did what you could. You did the best you could with the hand you were dealt. But I do not want Donald Trump to be my president anymore. He needs to go. And everybody that I've heard, I've had a chance to produce, people that I've talked to, and even some of my Republican friends, they were like, yeah, Donald needs to go. We got to figure this one out, y'all. So, what state are we covering today? We are covering the state of loss, y'all. During America's show, United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Michael D., let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 a.m. and 95.9 f.m. in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGORadio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it. Rate it and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Yeah, yeah. the United States champion of justice fix America's issues one state at a time. That's my man Fifty Grand right there. That's Marcellus Wyatt, yo. And he just did... A living room concert. Yes. I was like, bruh, what you been waiting on? You know, I'm a Marcellus Wyatt fan. I, I'm a Chicago fan. I support all of my artists in Chicago. Long as you make sense. Because we got some people out here that, um, hmm. 
look, I don't like to crush anybody's dream, but some people need to stop chasing that rainbow for real. They should. You know, maybe somebody feels that way about me, but there are some folks out here that stink. Marcellus don't stink by no means. Marcellus is dope. So who's your favorite Chicago artist right now? You can always call me at 877-711-5611 and let me know because my one of my peers, my man Jack Swagger, you know, me and him was going back and forth on the music because one of the show hosts didn't like his music. He wanted some up-to-date stuff. I'm like, dude, you old man, what you want? <laughs> but hey, the customer was always right. Ain't that right, Nancy? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, the customer is that's what we say. So state are we covering today y'all i'm gonna go ahead and get into it it's the state of loss you know i'm not one who likes to lose things i'm very anal retentive and before i leave my house every morning wherever i'm going i say three things to myself and i got my daughter doing this now and it's it's good to see her doing it because she's as forgetful as i am but i go keys wallet phone I don't leave my house without those three things in my possession. Now, if I'm taking anything extra, you know, like I bought a couple of apples today and that's on me. But when it comes to my keys, my wallet, my phone, and my keys, I've had my keys since I was a little fella. I was about eight years old when I got, well, I was younger than that. I was a latchkey kid from way back when. So I got the same keys that are on me. You can keep up with stuff, but how do you deal with the loss? And I definitely wanted to present this to the crowd, you know, to my my audience, my fans. And so arrogant. I got fans. <laughs> but I wanted to present this to you all because I don't know how to deal. You know, it's probably one of my tragic flaws. And I didn't realize that until I started to lose people. You know, I lost a lot of people the past couple of years. I mean, I've, I've been on this show almost every week talking about loss, you know, death. And I don't want to be known as that guy because I need to get to a place where you deal with it. So what do you do to deal with your loss? And I'm not, just, I'm not just talking about people. That's something that I think it, it takes time, man. You know, my nephew, he's been gone now for a couple of years, and I just don't feel good about it. You know, I don't, I mean, I miss him. I can still hear him calling me. What's up, Unc? I miss him. How do you deal with that loss? Well, the first thing, no matter what the loss is, it takes time. You got to take that time. Even if you break up with somebody, man, you got to take that time for you. And sometimes it don't take others long. Some people come right back and, you know, get to, in order to get over one, you got to get up underneath another. That's what they say. Could be. But you got to take your time. That's the important thing. No matter what it is you lose. And once you have accepted the fact that it's gone, let's say it's finances. You know, you got a tip on a stock, something that's real hot. I don't do stocks. That's because I don't have any uh, disposable income. <laughs> I don't throw my money away. That's why I don't care about the boats. You know, when they were talking about trying to get casinos in Chicago, trying to get the boat active in Chicago, I'll never go. I can live in Vegas. Oh, I could definitely live in Vegas. I mean, the heat will probably get to me, but I'll take the heat over the cold. I'm so sick and tired of being cold, and it's coming. It's been coming since September. We got three good months of weather here. We got May, and it was the middle of May. Then you got June, July, and August. And then it starts getting cold in September. And then October is freezing. So, no, I don't care about being here with casinos. But I can live in here. I can, I can live with them. I can live in Vegas with them because I don't gamble. 
How do you deal with your 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 uh, income when you lose it? Call me, 877-711-5611. We're trying to figure it out because, unfortunately, President Trump going to have to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Trump's going to lose. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, and I don't care, Republican, Democrat, nobody wants that. Well, I shouldn't say nobody because it's somebody for everybody. But that man is, is lost. He's a little bit wild, man. And I get nervous about thinking about another four years of Donald Trump. You know, and, and I'll say this. He put in what he could when it came to curing COVID-19. He ain't no scientist. And that's what bothers me about him because he tries to act like one. He'll use his body to test stuff. No, Brother Trump, don't do that. You know, there, there are reasons why we have parameters in place. Don't use your body, man. He's taking cocktails and his son is talking about, my dad made the cure. No, man. Your dad didn't make the cure. <laughs> but, hey, I don't want anybody to deal with death like I've had to. So, no, I don't want Trump to go nowhere. Not physically, but he do need to come about that White House. You know, and I'm not mad at him coming about the White House. Somebody needs to get him up out the White House. Get Donald Trump out of there. And it's going to happen. Joe Biden is going to be our president. Because, see, the thing is, if you vote for anybody outside of Joe Biden, that's a vote for Trump. So voting for the Tea Party is going to hurt you. Voting for the conservatives, or if you even try to write yourself in, it's going to hurt. And that's going to be a loss you don't want to deal with. So how do you deal with not getting that second stimulus package? I mean, we technically, we lost it. Donald Trump was ready to do it, and he put his foot down and stopped it. No second stimulus. How are you dealing? How are you buying your groceries? How are you paying your rent? You know, some people may be doing it differently than how I do it. I only know what I know. And in order for me to get over the loss, it I got to just kind of numb your whole rank cake, yo. Got to sit still. That's what I do. It's not the best, but I haven't come up with a better way. And trust and believe, I have dealt with loss, man. Them dudes done broke into my car and took my sounds. I've had Two sets of sounds stolen. See, let me let me see. They stole my sounds out of the the. Uh, I used to drive a Honda Passport. Man, that was sharp. So Honda Passport sounds were taken. Jeep Grand Cherokee, Laredo, and both of them were candy apple red. See, I think it had something to do with the red car. <laughs> like, why are you gonna play in the red? Well, they took my sounds out of there. Uh, they took my sounds out of my red. Man, I had a Chevy Blazer that was red. Took my sounds out of there too. So the first question is, why do you keep buying them? Well, I like to be around loud music. I'm a DJ, and I want to take my time and drive wherever I'm going. But see, I was a young knucklehead at the time, and I'm blasting my sounds in the neighborhood. You don't come into your neighborhood and blast your sounds, man. You can't because people will take them. So, yeah, this time around, now the folks that's watching me on my live, oh, I'm watching out for you. And I got something for you. I live on the first floor. My car is parked right in front of my window. I can hear everything that goes on right now. So if you come bothering my car, mm, I think there's something better you can do. <laughs> but seriously, though, how do you deal with loss? You got to take your time, no matter what it is you've lost. And then you have to accept it. So that's the other thing that, you know, once you've put it in there, like, man, it's gone. Not going to get it back. Okay. What do you do? Do you start working towards reclaiming it? Or do you just let it go and never visit it again? 
You know, that's probably the best way. I, I'm not one for cemeteries. I hate cemeteries. I hate driving past them. And I have relatives starting to collect in these cemeteries. <sighs> we all do. And one day, we're going to be in there. I'm, I'm really on the fence of, you can burn me up and throw me into the air. I, I don't know. I mean, once you're gone, you're gone. And that's for the people behind you to deal with. If my children decide, well, you know what, Dad, we want you to go on the ground, then I'm going on the ground. I have no say in it. Yeah, you can go and get stuff written down and all that. Nah, I don't like it. But how do you deal with it? Of course, you got to accept it. And then do you re-require it? You know, of course, we can't re-require our loved ones. They gone, they gone. But our stuff that we've lost, we can get that stuff back. It's material. How do you feel about material things? You got to step up and realize that something material, it means nothing. Yeah, it may cost a lot, but it means nothing. So, COVID-19, I wish I could lose it. <laughs> I'm so sick of COVID. We COVID it out. And people are steadily, they walking around with, you see me right now. I'm in the radio station. And, of course, Nancy Drew is way in the back. She's behind glass and she's protected. But I hate the mask. Is it something that you need to get tested for every week? Mm, I'm not sure about that. But I hate my mask. We all hate the mask. But I won't give a person a hard time if they tell me, you know, well, don't you think you need to put your mask on? Or if I go into a store and I don't have it, I always have my, my mask when I'm ready for the store. I have it. It's in my car. I keep it in there. And like, well, you got to clean that thing. You're supposed to wash it and clean it. Mm, yeah, I know. Maybe I should. And sometimes I do. But I keep my mask. You got to keep your mask with you. And I don't give the employees a hard time about the mask. You can't argue with them, man. They only trying to do their job. Do you realize that the city, Lori Lightfoot, is telling you when you can come back? You know, I get these in my, my, every day in my box, inboxes. You doing karaoke tonight? Were you doing karaoke? I can't do it, man. You got, Watch the news. As soon as the news say I can do karaoke, I'm do karaoke. I can't do it right now. So what you asking me for? I don't even own these places. If I owned one, I'm going to tell you the same thing. So how do you deal with loss, man? I would like to know. You can call me 877-711-5611. This is the Darien America Show. We're coming up on a break. The Chronicles of the American Night are next. CGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95 FM. Ramona, let's go. The Chronicles of the American Night brought to you by WCGO 1590. That's Ramona Hernandez. And she got a new last name, y'all. But that's Ramona Hernandez with Victory. Yeah. Girl can sing. Got me in here ready to harmonize. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Go on, Ramona. Mm, mm, mm. So, to finish up, we were talking about loss. You know, I still need some, some help with dealing with loss. I don't deal with it well. So, if you know some tricks and tips, you can leave them here on my Facebook page. That's Darian D. Silk Sims. You know, Facebook slash, let me look. I'm going to read it. Yeah, Facebook.com slash D. Silk Sims. So, there you go. All right. We are coming up on the Chronicles of the American Night. So, Nancy, Drew, you ready to get down with these? I am ready mm -hmm. as I've ever been. Girl, and you've been gone for a week, too, and I <laughs> sent you some good ones. All right, we're going to do this top one first, and that second one I think is going to really get us. But this first one, okay. Dear Darian, 
My boyfriend is the kindest, gentlest I've known in some time. Kindest gentleman. Ah, I like that. We have so much in common. And even work well as business. Hey, business. Oh, they're working together. It's, they work well as a business team. I love him. I always thought love would carry us through anything. Recently, I found myself bored in our bedroom. Uh-oh. He just isn't the greatest lover. Not that, I haven't, not that I haven't tried to spice up the relationship. We're still in our 40s. Definitely not too old to want to have a great sex life. We've been together a year. <laughs> you only gave him a year? Should have cut my losses and move on. Oh, oh wow. What you think, Nancy Drew? Cut your losses? No. He's a gentleman. <laughs> He's wonderful. You're a great business team. Those things can be changed those things can be taught. Mm. And there are, believe it or not, sex counselors out there mm. you can have conversations with. It's all about opening up, mm. talking about what you want, yes. what you like. Um, so, no, don't cut your losses. <laughs> you have a good man. Ah, Hold Nan on to that. Nancy Drew say, don't cut your losses if you got a good one. I mean, hey, mm. you can teach him. He can yes. be taught. Mm. Well, let me add my two cents here. <laughs> <laughs> because they are in their 40s. How come you you just not figured out he don't know how to get down? Okay. He been bad for a while. And he been bad since before you recognized it. But you recognized all the other good stuff too. I do think that's kind of, for the lack of a better term, that's petty. You know, if you found somebody who can work with, especially when it comes to earning income. I mean, we were talking about loss. So this person knows how to deal with a loss. And they're teaching you how to deal with it. If it's just a sex thing, what is it that you need? I mean, do this man need to swing from the chandeliers and do Tarzan? Uh, I hope not, <laughs> because I can't do it. <laughs> I ain't swinging from no chandeliers. So if you're that interested, talk to him about it. Communication is the key. It can be fixed because you got too many other things in place. And if it's starting to impact everything else, you definitely need to talk to him. And if you all can't come to that agreement, then you cut your losses. But I can't imagine, like Nancy said, you got somebody that's willing to toe the line with you and fight the good fight. What is it that you're missing in that bedroom? I mean, and if you've tried to explain it to him and he still can't give it to you, it's a problem. And trust and believe infidelity is definitely one of those things that we as people gravitate to. So I hope y'all work that out, man. Nancy's right. Y'all need to work that out. Okay? Okay. We're going to part two. Now, this one, Nancy, I need you because, honestly, I'm a few credits short of my sociology degree, <laughs> and I just don't know. Okay. All right. <sighs> Dear Darian, I have come to a fork in the road of my life. I am a female, and I love women. I've been wanting to tell my mother about this for a long time. I know she's going to judge me and think it's her fault. It isn't. I just like girls. What should I do when it comes to my mom? I don't want to hear her. I don't, I don't want her to walk into a landmine, however. I want to live my life. Please help. Hmm. Mm. Nancy, what, okay. you, what you got? Okay. Well, first, if you are ready to come out, you need to tell mom. Because mm. the last thing you need is mom finding out from somebody else. Because a secret, first of all, isn't a secret if it's known by somebody other than yourself. So if you have already told somebody and you are ready to tell the world, you need to tell mom and you need to trust mm -hmm. that you and I would say pray about mm. how you're going to do it. Mm. Go to her. Be very understanding. I mean, she might be shocked at first. She mm. might say, girl, I already knew. Mm. You know, you never know. Mm. 
right? You so right. so go to her and and understand that she may need some time, but the sooner you do it, the better because you know she's not going to if you if you wait a year or two, it's not going to be any better then, but if you do it now, a year or two from now, you guys would have had had time to to understand and grow and cope. So I would say the sooner the better, use, you know, words that are going to be comforting show some understanding but yes you need to tell her mm, that's nancy drew right there man smart lady mm. very very smart lady why thank you Ooh, it's my pleasure because now i'm getting ready to swing at this okay well i am not and i'll say this out loud and i'll start right off the bat with it i'm not the biggest fan of homosexuality i'm not you know, whether it's lesbianism or homosexuality, it is not something that I am strong with. But I love people. And I won't mm. hate you for the choice that you've made. I mean, I don't understand it. You know, when I look at women, I get to... Uh, man, I love women. I love the female frame, the female anatomy. I love everything about a woman. So, allegedly, you do too. <laughs> well... I've been saying this for the longest, and Nancy even touched on it. You got to communicate. You have to tell mom what's up. Don't walk around in misery, because I do believe that a lot of our people walk around in sadness, and they're afraid to say what it is that's bothering them, and that might be one of the major things that's bothering them. They feel like they can't be who they are. Well, it's a new day. It's a new time. We've lived in a lifetime where we've seen... The Twin Towers brought down. Osama bin Laden has been killed. We're in a pandemic right now. Baby, it ain't nothing to be scared of. You have to tell your mother. You got to go to her and talk to her and communicate. And if mom doesn't accept what you do, what you've set forth in front of her, that's mom's cross to bear. You know, I'm still not a fan of looking at the lifestyle and putting it all in my face and beating me over the head with it, but... If you brought it to me and you explained to me, this is who I am, this is where I'm going to be, this is who I'm going to be, then I have no choice but to accept it. You know, it's not one of those things that is going to be a part of my lifetime and my lifestyle where I'm going to be homosexual and have men around me that way, this, that, and the other. But if that's who you are, and if I love you, then I have to accept it. And I need you to tell me, don't let me, walk, like you said, don't let me walk into that landmine. Don't throw this out there and be like, okay, it's whatever. It ain't never whatever when it comes to somebody that you love. So you walk to them and you let them know, like, hey, this is not for me. This is what I like. This is what I'm going to do with my existence. And if mom can't accept it, then you don't bring it to mom. So it's been fun, y'all. It has been a blast. We do this each and every week. Man, I've been on since January. You realize that? January. And I ain't going nowhere until they be like, okay, Darian, we didn't heard enough of you. And they've given me other things to say. So I'm going to keep going. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.